Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to the Flow Track Podcast. I'm here with two-time Olympian, not one-time Olympian, but two-time Olympian, Paul Chalimo. Paul, you're still here stateside getting ready to board your flight to Tokyo. What have you been up to these past few weeks coming off of the trials as you prepare for the Olympic Games? And also, how are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, pretty much um, everything is going on well. You know, like it's since the trials, <clears throat> recovery-wise, it wasn't the best, but uh, it took a week, about a week to bounce back. But uh now I'm back into like full swing, full sessions. And, you know, like it's the type of workouts I'm doing right now. It's the best workouts I've ever done in my life. So I hope that will reflect uh, the type of race that I'm going to do in Tokyo. So, yeah. What is a, a best workout you ever done in your life when you say something like that? What does that mean? Yeah, like, um, like for example, yesterday I did uh, 400, 400 times four. Four sets, four sets, three sets of 400. So that's 400 times four, and then 200 times two, and then 400 times four, 200 times two, and 400 times four. So the first 400s, I did them in 60, and I felt so, so relaxed. And then uh, after that, I did 200s in 26 seconds, 200 times two. And then, <clears throat> and then after that, it's, it was 400 times four again in 57. And then after that, I did 200 times two. And then after that, 400 times four, I did in 56, 55, 55, and ended up in 52 around there. 52. Uh, yeah, pretty much it's, and recovery was kind of like 130 to 130 seconds to two minutes. Uh, so coming from that and me just, uh, the big thing was, it's not even the pace or anything, but the big thing to me was uh, I was able to do the workout so, rela- so relaxed. So like sixty felt like so easy. So which is, which is really where I want to be and where I want. That's how I want to feel. So yeah, it's interesting. Do you, is this a similar workout you've done like prior to the twenty nineteen champs, twenty seventeen, twenty sixteen? Like, do you have like a way to? Have you done this workout in the past? Yeah, yeah, it's a workout I've done in the past, and uh, before that, <clears throat> I'll do the same workouts and I'll get to number seven, eight. 
like 58 i'm struggling and then i would probably like get to 14 or 12 and still finish like just struggling in like 58 59 you know mostly i would just go and try to do 58 59 all the way till i'm about 12 or 14 but this time around it's crazy part is that i'm doing the same same workouts and i'm finishing like in 52 and 53 so that should tell me like that should be a good sign that i'm really really strong because i'm not struggling and yesterday was one of those days i wasn't with my teammates uh, so pretty much it's uh, I, I had a i didn't have a lot of help so pretty much it's it's really it's really good good sign you know so I can say like it's pretty much we we'll see how it goes in Tokyo, you know, like it, it's a crazy year and people are running crazy, but you know, it takes a lot of experience to win the, to win a championship. Before we talk a little bit more about Tokyo, kind of flashback to what happened in Eugene. Um, I'm sure the big viral moment coming from that race was you starting in lane one on that home stretch and, working your way out to lane 405 people call it like the Tokyo drift because you're going to Tokyo well uh was that a game plan that you is that something that you just thought of in the moment to like hey in order to keep Fisher and Kincaid off of me I gotta just slowly move to the outside was that something you planned ahead of time or is that kind of a spur of the moment decision of like hey just don't let them get get around me um you know like championship championship is a different game and um trust me what what i can tell you and what i know is Bowman were coming for that title so bad and that's what i could see because for me when i warm up when i do anything i can read all the signs i can see it's like i can even hear what uh jerry schumacher was telling them you know before the race so um um Big goal was just to go up, show, show up in that race, and 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 make them, make them if they're gonna win, make them work really hard by but by, by by making sure like the race is honest because at first I wanted the pace to be really where I wanted it to be like faster than thirteen twenties, so um, if it was if the weather was good, trust me I'll blow that race away and I was thinking like maybe thirteen lows, so. Um, um, I'm really confident with my kick. If that race was a 14-minute race, I'll still win it. But I'm I'm a guy I don't like taking chances, and I don't want someone to come from like a random guy just show, showing up and winning at the, the trials. So I gotta control my own destiny and control my own fate. So that's uh, for the drift. Honestly, <clears throat> for the Tokyo drift. Honestly, um, um. My big goal was just to, as you could see, like I, I was looking at them and everything because, you know, like, I don't know if you guys realize, but I didn't go all the way to my top gear. I didn't go all out. I didn't go like all, all out because at the end, I still had like a little bit. And if the pace was, if the race was still another 200 meters ex, extra, I would still keep going with the same pace. So my big goal was just to make. I say like play with their minds, you know. I say like play with their minds because, trust me, those guys are fit. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe they're probably even fitter than me, you know. But the the thing is, there's people who are like really they can be fit, but they're not strong mentally. 
So I got to use that part. Like also like that's the part that it's got to be used. Sometimes championship is not about like being in shape. If there's championships that you've seen like top athletes, they go out there, they're like in insane shape. And then in championships, you see it's a different thing. Like except the same thing in Tokyo, you know, like it's, there's people who are running like crazy. They can run crazy, crazy, crazy. But then in Tokyo, they cannot do the same, replicate the same thing. So that should tell you like championships and the mental part is different than just racing fast. <clears throat> right after, obviously, it kind of was like a viral moment. Like, oh, stay in your lane. But I mean, you you didn't break any rules. And Grant Fisher, even in the post-race interviews, like I would have done the same thing. If you were, though, in a different position, like if you were in Fisher's spot and Fisher was in your spot, would you have potentially like tried to go like hold up and go on the inside to kind of like take advantage? Because basically you're banking on them going with you right out into the lanes three and four. But do you yeah. think there was a, a risk at all that potentially Woody or Grant would have been like, oh, he's moving out. I'm going to quickly move in and then have a, a straight shot. Yeah. Um, at that time, you know, like at that time is like, trust me, you don't even think about like what is going on you just think about running fast so um i i don't know i don't know what they did but uh if i was in that race if i was woody i'll probably go in the inside line you know sneak in and try go to the inside line because woody was was closing out he came from the back so uh and 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 cooper Tier was like way way open by himself like he was he had the whole land by himself and <laughs> so that was that was really that was really crazy but um i really like honestly i really like um i really like someone like cooper tier he's kind of he's, he's he's still young and he's really really thirsty and 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 very very and very very confident so that's someone like i really really need to watch for the next few years and um and him not being in the team, not making the team, you know, it's I really wanted Tia to make the team, honestly. But uh, but uh, the drift, the drift wasn't like it wasn't that it wasn't daddy because honestly, it's I've been through like crazy stuff than that. So so uh, when you when you get blocked, it's part of the game and it's part of the experience and. They're gonna go to Tokyo and they're gonna see what's gonna happen over over there. It's not like, it's not like they're gonna say like, okay, okay, Americans, this is your line, go straight and go win. You know, yeah. it's not that. It's it's you have to work hard to really win a championship race, and that's one of the things that I've experienced. It's not about fitness. Like 2016, 2017, I came to realize like I was probably even fitter than all than fit than all those guys. But then it's like. They just play with your minds and everything, and and this is the thing, though. Like, if I come to the US, I win a race or anything, you know. Like, they always gotta say something, daddy, and and try to try not to support support what I did. But then, when I go to Europe, I get crazy things happen to me. They still like don't even like support you. So what is the need? Like they. Like, if, if you know, like, honestly, haters are going to hate. And I've got to a point, like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like eating a rock and trying to get water out of us, out of a rock, you know? 
It's not an easy job. So if they think they're gonna break my heart by, by saying all those crazy things, no, that's not me. But the thing is, I'll show up. I win races. I'll do whatever I can do. But haters uh, gonna hate me, man. Like it's these people that I know. They really love me and they always support me. But these people that I know, they always they always gotta be, you know, like hate, you know, like. But the thing is. That's part of the game. You know, there's people who are gonna it's not everybody. Actually, there's the lowest the low I came to realize like there's a lower percentage of people that can support success. There's a lot of people, high percentage of people that don't support success. But then they just sit by and then just hate. So those percentage, the higher percentage is like, you know, it's I mean I can I can do I can control it. It is wild. You mean you look at some of your notable races there's always like some crazy thing like 2016 you almost got disqualified the diamond league final that was kind of bullshit with you you were just running straight and they're like no we're not going to give it to you so it's kind of wild how you're just in all these crazy moments and it just keeps on following you yeah i mean it's it's just tough because um diamond league finals 2017 i really wanted to win that race and i'm that type of guy i don't show up to a race to lose when I go to a race and I have decided I'm going to win this race, I'm going to work so hard to win it. But then it's when I went to the Emily finals, we went, we got to 100 meters to go. And I knew like it's going to be like tough. And I knew like it's going to take the whole, I, gonna, I just have to dig deep. And we get to the curve and it's on the straightaway, it's like lane one, more is in lane one, Edris is in lane kind of like lane three, in the middle of lane two and three. And there's a space in between. So I was full like, hey, there's a space there. Get us, like, just sneaking through that space. So when you're running, when you're running, like, really crazy pace, you can't think about, like, okay, swing outside. Because this guy is going to get to the, it's going to get, like, 10 meters ahead and it's going to close that space. You ain't going to anticipate something like that. And we went, like, we went, we went there, and, like, because I was, like, honestly, I was innocent. I was still, like, not so experienced in championship racing and everything. We got to, like, 10 meters to go. Edris drifts into lane, lane one next to Mo and goes all the way to, like, close to bumping Mo. And to me, in my mind, I was, like, you know what? I didn't come here to get fourth place because already I know I'm going to get fourth, clearly. Because the race is ending. This guy is trying to close the space. So to me, I was like, oh, open, you know? Like, don't close that space. So when I did that, my when I did that with my hands, like trying to open that space, like trying to like say, like, don't block it, pretty much you're running fast and your hands are gonna move backwards. So that's when I found myself like like pushing more and Edris. But you know, like it's that's some of the things I'm telling you is about experience and and it's it's the things you never know. You go to a championship, that's the difference between gold and, 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 and fourth place. Talk about experience. Obviously, you have a lot of experience from 16, 17, 19, Diamond League seasons. But if you look, I'm sure you've, you've recognized this, you really haven't raced the top people in the world outside of Americans since you're championship final in 2019 right 2020 pandemic year 
you had one 3K against uh, Chepta guy in May, but are you was this on purpose? It's just how it worked out. Are you concerned? Are you excited about it? The fact that this this would be the first time you're racing someone like Jacob, you know, at, at the Olympics or one of the top Ethiopian guys or Kenyan guys. Yeah. Um, you remember when I went to Rio Olympics? I came from nowhere. I didn't have any race in me except uh, pre-classic when I got like 10th place or 12th place with my PB 1320. And I still went to, to Rio Olympics and I got back, I came back second. So um, the goal is uh, take myself out of the equation, you know, take myself out of top three, you know. Uh, so, I mean, at this point, at this point, I don't know, like probably there's, there's favorites in, in Tokyo. I'm, one, I'm not one of them. So that's how I want to go to the Olympics feeling, you know. I want to go to the Olympics feeling that um, I'm the underdog. I'm, I want to go to the Olympics feeling like I still have something to prove. And um, as you can see, you know, it's 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 different. For me, I the type of racing, right now they're running like crazy, you know. If it was you, how many, how many 12 or 50 races can you run in a year? I mean, maybe two. Oh, you'd right. hope. <laughs> yeah. You know, like two or more, like or something is you're gonna get like really that really drains you a lot, you know, because when you run like that, that's to mean you have to run a PB or close to your PB to your personal best. And uh, one thing I've realized with my body, I don't know about other people, but I realized one thing with my body is like uh, I have to just be patient and trying to try to try to progress as time goes by because at the beginning of the year like my fitness was there but it wasn't like really sharp like right now and and really i cash out man i cash out i cash out july august september that's that's what i that's what i will say and that's what that's gonna be my goal every year you know try to just try to strike when it's when it really matters so I mean, and one thing, one thing is, and one thing I believe, and one thing I know is I was built for the championships. If they're gonna run like twelve fifty, I'm not. I'm that type of guy. I'm not gonna just sit back there and wait and saying this pace is too fast. If they go world record pace, I'm still gonna go with it. So, so I'm ready and and prepared. How do you prepare yourself for a twelve fifty race when you haven't put yourself in a twelve fifty? pace time trial since you know i guess you could argue since 2019 when it was like a 13 flat pace like your your season's best this year is like 13 20 something so obviously you've shown that you're able to have that that speed in that final two to three laps but how do you tell you how do you train your body to be able to be going you know four minute mile pace in the first two miles yeah uh that's what um that's what i did yesterday you know, doing the four hundreds and and the four hundreds. Trust me, I didn't I didn't touch anything like sixty ones. Usually, when I do those those type of workouts, and if the goal is to run fifty eights, if I run like sixty one, sixty twos, I any set I just stop. I don't do it because it means I'm tired or like it's it's just off. So yesterday I didn't even touch anything like sixty one seconds. 
all of them were 60 and then dropped down all of them 57s. So pretty much that's what is going to prepare me for that type of race. You know, if they go any type of pace and also I've been doing like long, long sessions and, and really part of it also is not fitness. It's just the mind, you know, it just, you gotta be strong, really strong mentally to, to, to keep up with the pace. So, yeah. Do you know, uh, since based on the 2019 race, do you know what, you got seventh, obviously, in 2019. But do you know how many people who beat you are actually going to be in Tokyo? So I know, I know, I know, Mohamed Jacob. That's it. Uh, in the five K, right? Yeah, in the five K. Because I don't know, like the, the Ethiopian like lineup. I don't know if it's if it's the one that for they did for the Ethiopian trials. I don't know if that's the exact team. So yeah, well, they they announced basically. The three Ethiopians and and Jacob Krop, that none of those guys are going to be in Tokyo in the five k. You know, some of them are doing a ten k or whatever. Uh, yeah. Do you? Does that give you confidence, knowing like, okay, like sure, I got seventh, but like, hey, I'm the top third returner, so I'm a medal type returner. You know, yeah. I I've raced Jacob a bunch of times. I know what Mohamed does. Like, does that give you confidence, knowing that like, hey? I'm, I'm right up there with these guys. You know what, though? Like, one thing I can tell you is that championship is a different game. You bring, you bring, you bring anyone, it's a different type of game. So, I mean, it's Joshua Sheptege broke the world record a few months ago, you know? And at this point, you don't know. You're not sure if Joshua is the clear favorite in the 5K, you know? So uh, it's a different, different type of game. Championship is a different type of game, and uh, and uh, I'm gonna show up there. I'm gonna show out there, and and I don't know. Am I surprised myself and the world, or they might surprise me? So it's either of the two. What do you think is? Uh, you say <laughs> you like to kind of feel like the underdog. Um, if someone would look at your sixteen, seventeen resume. It's not really underdog resume material because you're you're winning medals. Um, but what do you think is the reason why the past year and a half you really have you you know you you did those indoor meets you kind of weren't you know full fitness there like what was the reason that you haven't been like firing like dominance in every race you entered? I mean the first time we I feel like the first time we saw the real Paul Chalima was the Eugene final right. But everything before that was kind of nothing, nothing really fine tuned. What was even what was the reason for that? Uh, you know, it's a different type of life. You know, uh, with my daughter, my daughter came in and my wife was going to school at that time, and I remember I used to take care of my daughter. And when she gets my wife, when my wife gets back to, from school, I'll go for an, for a run in the evening. So um, that really derailed my training. And it's a new experience. You know, I thought like, oh, I'm going to have my daughter and I'm going to sit down all day and just get all the rest I can. And it's going to be a crazy, crazy year where I'm going to run fast, but it's the opposite. Sometimes when you just sit down a lot, you just like, you're not working your muscles. You just get like, it's the same way as you, when you travel, you know, it's like you're just sitting down, same, same posture, position. So that's really what happened to me. And by the time the season was going it's, it was too late the time was like 
it was not the same. And I think that's what affected me all the year round, also all the way till Doha, because I got to a point like it's different now. Now it's like I'm in the best shape and I just need to just be smart and keep the fitness. But the difference was at that time, I was just confused what I need. I was like, maybe I need some more speed endurance. Maybe I need speed. Maybe I need some uh, some tempo runs. Maybe I need lo- more long runs. You know, like when I got to that point, it was just all chaos. And, and all you could see was Doha was still all the way, like Doha was fit, but then still my body was just in chaos because that type of fitness is like towards the end, like my legs actually wanted to go. I knew I got the gold. I knew that I was like, this is my race. So, 300 to go, my legs just started giving up in Doha. I don't really know till today. I don't know if it's because of the heat. I don't know if it's because of what, but that's something that has never happened to me till today. Like, it's my legs just like gave up, like 100% completely gave up. And that's no type, that's not me closing up in a race. I don't close race. Probably like Doha, I ran like 70 seconds the last lap, you know? So that was one of the reasons why like last year was crazy. It's because like I kept mixing things and it was new experience in my life. And then 2020 was, a it happened and it was a resetting point. I started like, I had to reset back and try, try to do my best and try to like, focus on Tokyo and really really get ready for Tokyo which is now showing up and it's like in a few months from now so yeah we should see how it goes well you've been to obviously a bunch of world championships you've been to an Olympic Games this one's going to be different because no fans it's going to be the whole COVID protocols is there anything you are preparing for to be able to adjust to the environment of stringent can't go anywhere like kind of lockdown mentality like how are you preparing yourself for the unique aspect of what tokyo is going to be um honestly honestly for me i don't need the fans i mean the fans are really a big boost big boost like racing wise but re- right now the way i've prepared myself i'm really fit i really don't need the fans to like motivate me i'm gonna motivate myself and the thing is they're just gonna be watching at home and i know back back deep in my mind is i have a lot of fans and these fans cheering me so loud you know so that's the thing you know exact especially like us united states is really developed technology wise and everything a lot of people are going to be watching the races over other countries so that's an advantage to me because it's like I know I have a lot of a lot more fans watching me in the world than than these other guys. So really, that's an advantage to me. To me, it's like um. But then it's that's what I've done over the years. Like I've been training, I've been training like Loki. So it's not like it's it's not like I'm gonna use that motivation from the fans a lot to to win the race. It's still gonna be the same, and it's just the mental aspect. I just have to be really, really prepared mentally and be ready to strike when it matters. Obviously, 5K, two rounds, prelim, final. You only can do so much with training. What do you do? What do you do to kill time when you're there before the prelim and between the prelim and the final? What do you do to kill time? 
you know, 5K is one of those races. It's like, it's, it's mentally, it's, it's tough. But then that's the good thing I like about it because I get to sit and be really, really thirsty and really angry, like waiting for those all time, for that all time. Because 5K prelims and the finals is kind of towards the end of the championships when everyone is done and you feel like, man, you just sit in there and wait, wait, wait. Especially the US trials. The 10K came up and I was like, I wish I was in this 10K, you know? I wish I was in this 10K. And then now waiting for another like 10 days or like five days or six days, just waiting for the finals or the eats, you know, that was just tough. So that's the same thing. Are you just going to be sitting in your dorm yeah. or what are you going to be doing? Uh, do you get to go watch it in real life, in person? Do you get to go to the meet in person? No, I don't think I'll get, especially with the COVID protocols and everything. It's, I think it's just uh, best for me to just stay, you know, unless, unless there's some athletes I really need to support, like being there as fun, just making like sure there's more, more people in the stadium. But then it's, for me, Tokyo's gonna be really, really hot. There's no air conditioning, so I don't know. We are. It's not. We are not sure there's air conditioning in Tokyo. So you don't um, know if there'll be air conditioning in your dorms. You don't know that. No, I mean like not the dorms, like the stadium. Like oh, okay. You know. So I don't yeah. know. Like I haven't announced if there's. I don't know if there's anything. But I'm, at this point, I know there's no air conditioning at the stadium. So really, it's gonna be so hard going out there with that heat getting dehydrated and everything so mostly i'm gonna stay in my dome and pretty much just let everything fall in place you know can i get like boring or lonely like because you can't have like friends and family around to talk to yeah. if i have my phone like usually like the phone is the best thing you know like i can use my phone and i can see what is going on in the world i can see if, if gordon is talking crap out there you know so that's uh that's 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 uh, that's what is going on like it's i uh, you just i just use my phone to keep track of what's going on all over the world so uh that that really keeps me busy yeah i do plan on uh gambling on the olympics there's 44 track and field events including the marathon and so i'm going to gamble a hundred dollars on every event yeah should should i put my hundred dollars on on your odds to win gold um Put um, like I don't want you to lose your money, but put hundred <laughs> percent. Put top three. Put top three. Okay. Uh, if, if you lose that money, I give it back to you. So take that bet. Okay, sounds good. That sounds like yeah. a good plan. I'm sure you'll. I'm sure you'll get a good uh, bonus in your salary if you get top three anyway. So you'll be coming out of that, right? Yeah, we wanna be. <laughs> cool. Well, Paul, I appreciate you taking the time. Best of luck uh, training. And what, 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 when will it be your final workout? Like, when do you actually do your final workout and then the rest is just regular runs? Like, when's the final workout you're going to do? Now I anticipate, like, I think, like, uh, 10 days before the heats or something, 10 days before the prelims, I think it's going to be, like, I think something like 300 times 15 at 40, at 39 to 40 pace, that 940. 40, 40, and 40, 39. Uh, that's what I'm thinking because uh, it's more easy to bounce back from a 300 workouts than anything else. So that's what 
that's what I'm, I'm thinking at this point. It's up to the coach, but then it's that's what I'm anticipating, like probably what we'll do, just to get the legs going and get the legs like ready for any type of pace. And then basically just jogging from there, getting ready for for the race. Yeah, just jog, take it easy, take it easy because it's you know the trials is crazy. The crazy part is like my tapering wasn't wasn't the best. I didn't taper like taper like. My tapering was. If you could see, like, Swear Elite did a video, and you, if you could see, that was like about like, like about ten days before the, before the race, and I'm doing like really hard workout. So, I mean, I didn't get to taper a lot, but then this is for this Tokyo is a different game, so I'm gonna do a lot of tapering, and and actually, as from next week, that's when I'm gonna get like really, really serious toning down and making sure everything is just on perfection training wise. Cool. Well, best of luck, man, in Tokyo. Uh, I will be cheering for you, but I'm sure the whole country will be cheering for you. Um, be excited to see if you can bring home you. You have a wait. You have a silver and a bronze, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, you don't need another one of those, right? You need the other color, right? The third color. That color. <laughs> need some gold. gold. Yeah, because in Rio, I had like, I don't know if it was a jinx because in Rio. When I ran the Olympics, I had like uh, my my number, bib number. My my number was like number two, and my my chain was a silver chain. So I don't know. This time round, I need one and a gold chain. That's there you it. go. So let's hope you get hip one. That's what we need. Hip one for yeah. Paul Chalimo, gold chain. Yeah. Should be good. Paul, I yeah. appreciate you taking the time. Best of luck in Tokyo. I'm excited. All right. Thanks. Peace. All right. Thanks. thanks.